0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Beat School, the podcast for beginners, bandits, and beat makers. If you are an aspiring producer, thinking about music production, or beginning or intermediate music producer, this is the podcast for you. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate that. My name is Kia Orion, and I'm the host. I've been producing music, recording, writing for over 10 years. And on Beat School, every single week, people send me their questions. We talk about gear. We talk about software. We talk about marketing. Everything related to production, I'm here to help you out, become the best producer that you are meant to be. So if you're thinking about production, this is going to be an interesting one for you. If you already are a producer, this might give you a little bit of extra inspiration. So here's the question for today. What skills do I need to have as a hip-hop producer? So in the last episode, I talked about the need of music theory. So a lot of times when people are starting out or thinking about production, they ask me, do I need music theory? If you want to hear about that, jump into the last episode because I'm not covering that here. In this episode, what we're diving into is the different skills that I believe and I've seen in a lot of students and producers that I talk to about what they've had, uh, what skills they possess that has made them successful along the way. I also think these have helped me in my production journey, but I didn't start out with these necessarily. These are things that I've kind of learned and tweaked um, as I've gotten a little bit older. So the first one is a willingness to learn. This is... A key to the whole thing. Because if you think that this has anything to do with talent, I apologize, but you are sorely mistaken. One of my favorite books by Stephen Pressfield is called Talent is Overrated. And another one by Angela Duckworth, who is a UPenn professor who just won, I think it's like the MacArthur Genius Award, it's called Grit. And her whole thing, same with Stephen Pressfield's book on the War of Art, is that talent doesn't exist, it's simply persistence and practice, and feedback. So having a mentor or someone who can give you advice and feedback on your practice, and then whoever is willing to fuck up and fall flat on their face enough over time, over and over again, and get back up and try again. That's the key. You fuck up, You see what you did wrong, you get some feedback, you pivot, you tweak a little bit, you try it again. And you just do that process over and over and over and refine it for years on years on end if you're me or uh, if you wanna take one of my courses, I'll get you there in light speed. But unfortunately in my case, it did take me quite a long time to get there because I didn't understand this concept. You have to have, you have to be hungry to learn. You have to have a willingness to learn and fail. You can't be afraid to fail. You can't want the quick win. Because if you come in here and you simply want, a lot of people actually do, they think production is a uh, get-rich-quick scheme. So they pop in and their beats aren't fire at the, at the gates. They're like, oh man, I just might not, I must not have it. Oh, that's too bad. I guess I just don't, I'm not talented enough. And I'm like, dog, I wish I could send you some of my beats that I started with. Because, or that I started making when I was first starting out. Because They're trash. And a lot of beats I still make are trash. The key is over that time is now learning all these different small techniques that now I can implement that make my beats so much better than when I started. Think about it like pennies in a bucket. And I make this analogy all the time, but it's like working out. It's about showing up every day, trying to get better than you were the day before. And so that willingness to learn and that willingness to fail are key. Because as soon as you get comfortable, a new software is going to come out. There's going to be a new sound, a new trend. You're going to be left in the dust. The reason Timbaland has stayed so active and guys like Sunny Digital, Metro Boomin, all these guys that I like to talk about is because they're able to adapt and they have a willingness to learn. You Timbaland, you think, t- you know, he's one of these amazing top producers. You think if he was like, oh, man, my shits are just the best – then he would have been washed up ages ago, but he continues to work with new artists. He continues to have an open mind. And that's really what I think sets successful producers apart, is that they never stop learning. Ill-Mind is another one. Look how much his sound has changed over the years. So you get the point, I'll stop beating a at horse. Willingness to learn, willingness to fail is huge. Another element that goes hand-in-hand with that is your ability to research, Are you proactive or are you reactive? Because if you're reactive, that means you're constantly playing defense. If you're constantly playing defense, that means you're always one step behind. That's you here maybe. uh, You're always getting onto things that are popular after they're already popular rather than trying to be proactive and make something new or real or fi- you know being uh, able to to be on the cusp of what's upcoming and the these trends if you're willing to really kind of go out there and do your own research on what is kind of bubbling up beneath the surface you're always going to be one step ahead of the game I also think this comes down to the ability to research when it comes to different skills tactics and techniques uh, this is a big one because as someone who coaches people and sells courses I can always see it in my students who are willing to actually do their own homework and then who are simply relying on me just to kick their ass every time because if you're able to do some research then this this entire skill becomes 10 times easier. Because if you can research things, that means that you're proactive. You say, oh man, how do I get a kick to sound like this? Some people are gonna give up. In group A, they say, I can't get my kicks to sound like that, they give up. Group B says, you know what, fuck it. I'm gonna go watch 18 tutorials and look up all these different things until I can find out how to get my kicks to sound just like this one in tracks X, Y, and Z. I love Reddit forums for this because you see a lot of people who are willing to do research and jump into this aspect of it. All the times there are Reddit threads with different producers asking, how do I make this sound? How do I make that sound? And if you're willing to ask those questions and admit you don't know everything, it really gives you a leg up because you start to know that there are certain places that you can look to find just about anything you want. That's also when people ask me about which DAW to use. I recommend, you know, either Ableton, Logic, FLP, Uh, FL Studio or Reason because there are just so many quality tutorials out there and if you're willing to put in the work Go find it yourself then chances are you're going to have a much higher rate of success now that might not always be the case maybe you look and you can't quite nail it and you know some of my students then i'll, I'll help them kind of get that last 10 percent but if you've put in that legwork beforehand i know you're serious about it i'm going to be so much more willing to help you get that extra 10 20 percent to get you where you want to go another skill and this one kind of ties into that willingness to learn and fail is to stay curious Because if you, as soon as you start getting popping, and you'll realize this, if you stick with it, then you'll start to get uh, some acclaim, you'll start to get positive feedback, people start to hit you up, they end up really liking your sound. They'll say, oh, X, Y, and Z, I love this and that. And so you start to feel yourself a little bit. You know, you start smelling yourself. You say, "Ooh, okay, I think I stumbled on something. But the problem with this is then to start believing that and to stick with only that sound and their producers, I'm not going to name them, we all know them, that do have a signature sound and have always stuck with that sound and continue with that sound, which is cool. But I think that that can sometimes be an issue because, again, it ties back into some of the other points. You get comfortable and then you stop pushing the boundaries. And as soon as you stop pushing the boundaries, then you're, and music is one of those things that, that, transforms more so quickly that you end up becoming less relevant before you even realize it so one producer an example of this I love is Scott Storch if you look at him he does have a signature sound he has something he's amazing at but recently he you know he did he was super successful and then went off the deep end and has recently come back and now is working with new upcoming acts and is like often working with Russ and a couple other uh, pop-in upcoming artists and listen to his sound Like his beats They they might have a signature vibe Maybe he has a certain style But he's not opposed to Switching shit up And And he has enough confidence That he can do He can make He can use different sounds that are in popular music without feeling like he's sacrificing anything you can still keep that part of yourself but if you're if you sound like you're from the 80s there's going to be a very small amount of people that are going to think that's super poppin'. and chances are they're the old heads that just want music from the 80s so stay curious continue to adapt but the last one for this is an open mind I'm also guilty of this as a producer. I know how it goes. Once you start to make beats that uh, get some attention and people are reaching out to you for and you start to make a little bit of money off your beats, you start to think that you know best. And as someone who I like to i like to really i can be a bit stubborn i like to have an opinion and stick to it you know my point of view this is something that i also actively work on as well and that's an open mind and that's being open to criticism and feedback so an open mind might be if you're working with an artist and they give you a suggestion saying you know what let me try that because they're the artist i'm making beats for artists let me roll with it or if you send your stems to an artist and they have the engineer mix it differently than you imagine it saying you know what I made this track, I made this track, they really liked it, and they mixed it, it's for them, so I'm going to let them rock with it. Because a lot of producers say, this is the way that I envision it. This is the way it's supposed to be. They almost double down on that stubbornness. And then some people don't want to work with them anymore because you become fucking pain in the ass to work with. If I can't export your beat to another engineer and have them mix it the way that I think is dope because now I've put my vocals on it. So it might sound different than you had it in your head. So that's one element with the open mind. Another one comes in the f- in the form of feedback. Um I've mentioned this about getting constructive criticism but the only way to get better is to get feedback to get critiques to get advice and to constantly seek that now you don't want it from some scrub but to find someone whose taste you respect maybe a mentor or some friends folks something like that and say what can i do better because that is the key is what can i do better because then it gives them the license to give you the feedback you warrant it instead of saying hey do you, what do you think of this is this dope no one's gonna say nah They might go yeah if they're not feeling it or woo, but they're just gonna kiss your ass you got to say what can i do to make this better and then not have such a big ego that you aren't willing to take those opinions into consideration all right so this podcast ran a little bit long but i hope that those couple things will help you out those are the skills and those are more soft skills when it comes to the actual technical tactical skills those are things that i completely believe that you can learn on the job from practice but the actual the real keys to being a producer all happen with the mindset the soft skills the interpersonal skills being open to criticism feedback a willingness to learn and research so this was another episode of beat school i hope that you uh, tuned in and i hope that you enjoyed it for the entire thing again my name is keith orion you've got questions I've got answers Please shoot any questions my way At Kia Orion on social Or Kia at Kia Orion K-I-A-O-R-I-O-N dot com I'm here to help you become a better producer Alright, talk to you in the next episode Deuces!